Don't worry about it. There's always more material. Uh, oh, my my neck is sore, Zach. Oh. Oh, my back is sore. Oh. Oh. Your neck and your back? Yes. Oh, my th- neck. You throw your neck out? My neck. My back. You throw your back out? My pussy and my crack. I think we're quoting two different rap songs. Yes, we are. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome. Welcome back. So glad you can make it. So good to see you. Thank you. Would you won't you step into my Russell parlor? No hello then. As you can see, myself and Michael McGimgis are here, just enjoying some good wrestles. Hello, I'm Michael McGimnuts. Ah, uh, so tell me about the time, Michael McGimgis, that you won. The Ring of Honor Peer Championship. How did that go? Oh, so I was in the main fort in the morning, and, and then old William Regal came out, and William Regal said, Hello, then. That's exactly how that happened. That's how it happened. Mm, yes. Mm, yes. Mm. And then I got, I got the scurvy, and then they wouldn't let me wrestle. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Precisely. This has been Masterpiece Headlock. Yes. In my wrestle parlor. Master Wine. Not many people know that. It's Fight Forever. Thank you for coming back. I, yeah, yeah, I need this. Fight Forever. Yes. Now, now I'm calling. You're calling. He's calling. I'm Zach. Hello. Hello. We're talking wrestling. Yes. This is wrestling this week. Uh, it's short episode this week. Uh, homeboy here's got to catch a red eye to the Boston. Oh yeah, I gotta. So, I, I gotta go over to Beantown. Taking that sweet, sweet northeastern air. Yeah. And get myself some mad clam. And, <laughs> and, and not, lobster. And not a lot of chowder. And chowder. Chowder. And not bring me back any beer. Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. You're going a... you're going to the birth of craft in America and you I, can't bring me back anything. I, I Why I, do you do this to me? I've sacrificed so much for you. I, I'm just I'm not bringing a carry on. Uh, or I'm only you. bringing a carry-on. Oh, uh, look at you. I'm going to be cheap and fly Spirit where they make me pay for the air I breathe. Uh. <laughs> I, I'm not flying Spirit. I'm flying American. Yeah. Okay, you don't hate yourself. Yes, exactly. Uh, That's why sh- I didn't have the money to, <laughs> to fucking... <laughs> <laughs> when you don't have the money to... Check. When, you, <laughs> when you don't have the money to fly, but uh, don't want to die mid-route. Exactly. Don't you fly American. What's this show about again? Uh, wrestling. Wrestling. It's a short episode this week. So, yeah, a short, short, brief episode. Uh, As because... you can tell by our very succinct and uh, to-the-point intros. Yes. <laughs> um, so, fuck it. Raw! 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 So, <laughs> there's this, it starts with old, uh, old, old Kevin Owens. Our old friend Kevin. He's sitting... And leaning on the back of that chair. So you know it's cool because he sits in it backwards. And the spotlight is just on him. And he says, now the spotlight is where it only matters. That's that's so, theme, you understand. Yes. That he's delivering on a theme. Yes. And he delivers this huge promo that made everybody's fucking dicks hard for well, no. Goldberg. It was pretty good because he immediately was like, he acknowledged... Jericho moved on to Goldberg, set his piece to hype up the next match for Goldberg, and then was going to tease the payoff about Jericho, and then he just threw the mic away. So it was it was a very good match. 
It was a very good promo. Match promo. It was a very good promo. Uh, and, I mean, we if you know Kevin Owens, you know he can do this, and he did it, and it's good. And it, like I said, it doesn't take much to... Doesn't take much to make anybody something else different, but it really helps when they're believable and scary and a vicious fuck. So yes, indeed. It's good to see angry Kevin Owens again. Yeah, and uh, or, or Kevin Steen as Max Landis as, loves I to ca- know. I call him Kevin Steen. Uh, I call him Kevin Steen. Maybe you've heard of him. His work in Ring of Honor and Pro S and Gorilla. Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen. Perhaps you've heard of him. Kill Steen. Kill. <laughs> you know. You know, mm-hmm. mm, yes, I, I, I know more than you. Um, yeah, so that's good. Good job. Um, we'll talk predictions next week, but just generally, what are your, what are your thoughts, your feelings, your hopes for this Goldberg Owens match? Um, so at this point, well, God, I'm like, I, I, I keep, I'm conflicted because I don't think that Goldberg and Lesnar need a title for that match to no. be important. No, but you know what's gonna happen, buddy. Yeah, but. I don't know. I'm just at a point where I'm just like, mm, maybe you keep it on Owens. Don't, but I feel better about that. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, do we? I think there's, I think there's something nice about being able to have the Jericho Owens thing purely just be about them as characters. You know, like they they have successfully, after being uh, the the title was a prop kind of in their friendship for so long. Really, it only kind of makes sense that the feud fundamentally goes back to their friendship that the title is now just kind of away from Owens. And there's something that I actually kind of feel the opposite about that with. I'm like, I feel like, uh, that match could be for a double title that it comes down to title versus title. And then this former best friend match. I think that that would be pretty fucking intense. Yeah, They're but then, not gonna let that happen. Well, double titles are a problem because you have to. Do, does do you does he abandon one title and then it looks like crap? Does someone beat him for the mid card title, which is like what are your you know? That's just just how they handle things. That's not really. I don't. I don't think it's it works quite quite that well, you know. But right, it's when, afterward that becomes a problem. Yeah, it's but the, Jericho becoming like universal and U.S. champ would be pretty fucking. No, crazy. it'd be super cool if Jericho got to be universal. But I mean, he's gonna go on tour with Fozzie after this, so yeah. So I mean, we all know where it's going, and Owens came in making the U.S. title look like a you know something great because he fucking just punked out Cena for it when he showed up. So you know, I ain't too worried. Owens is good, and he's going to be good, and he will do good. So it's good. I just don't think that Goldberg Lesnar needs a title. Um, yeah, a brief nostalgia run. It's gonna happen. I still yes. think, yeah. So whatever, we'll get there. We'll see it. We'll talk more previews and predictions next week. Um, so next, our friends, the New Day came so, out. So yes, the New Day are above all brands. Well, yeah, I mean they're so. I, I people were like, oh, they're kind of getting stale. I'd rather them turn heel, you know. Like, I understand that impulse, but it's it's frankly. Do you remember when Stone Cold turned heel in the early, early, early two thousands? No, it was very good. It was very entertaining. You could tell Steve wanted to do something different with his character, but the problem was people were not ready for him to turn. Ratings kind of suffered, honestly, because like 
uh, Stone Cold was out of the title picture, or he was getting the title picture, he had to align with McMahon to win the title over Rock. And there was a good story and a whole nice arc in it. But um, the character, the audience wasn't ready for the character to do something different, you know? So, like, whatever. Is the New Day uh, getting a little stale now? Are they quite as, like, ferociously funny as they have been weeks before? Are they shown as important athletes? Not really, but they're still plenty entertaining when they're on the, mm-hmm. you know, so let them let them have blueprints to an ice cream machine and face Lana the Russian okay. hacker. So that was fucking hilarious. That was a good line. And that little spot with Lana fucking throwing. Yeah, that whole thing was amazing. Kofi caught it with one hand. That was... Xavier caught it. Xavier caught it. Xavier yeah. caught it. Uh, he just goes, boop. Yeah, boop. That that was great. No, but those guys so good. Um, uh, Biggie offhandedly just goes, "She is Russian." Like it was. She is Russian. I mean, it was so good, and like, it was just the one quick, and then they just moved on. I think they, I think they have to have some say in their own material, because they basically did that whole "Cash Me Outside" meme like a couple of weeks ago. So like, yeah, but that was funny. Uh, I mean, is it? It's a fucking normie meme. Well, okay. First off, get the fuck out of here, Fantano. Secondly, listen. The fact that wrestling could be at all, even if it's out of date, the fact that wrestling attempts to be this relevant is uh, better than nothing. Normie memes. All right, look. Normie meme or not, what allows the New Day to be as good as they are to be kind of above having to be in their title division is the fact that they let them kind of weigh in on their own segments and kind of do the things that they want to do and give let them say the things that they need to say in their own voice. And that's what they don't do enough with everybody else. But they do with the New Day because they make they're amazing and they're good and they make lots of merch money so good job. Be faces forever and just host television for as long until everyone gets sick of you because we don't need I mean, to we don't need to flip you while we still I would rather them I don't know, I'm sort of conflicted because for the sake of the best story, they should be heel or they could turn heel or they should turn heel soon. I mean, and tell something interesting, but who else could play the hyenas in the Lion King? No really good job. I'm real proud of them. That's actually really good casting. Like yeah. I'm kind of surprised that's great. So yeah, and I mean, good shit. Neither they, they don't need to do anything. I just kind of, you know, I was kind of disappointed with the lack of their presence for this last little bit, and now it suddenly makes sense to me because I'm like, ah, oh, these guys, they don't need to be doing anything. No, they just got off of the longest reign as tag team champs. Yeah, and they're doing fine. They make shit tons in merch. Yeah. Everybody wants their ice cream to come out. Yep. They, you know, they and have, it will. They have transcended being wrestlers, and now they are just an act. You know, like just their whole their whole thing. People come to see. They don't even have to right. wrestle, and they're good. Or all they're all but good wrestle boys. The problem with it is, is that the tag division right now on Raw. I mean, in both shows, but a little bit. Yeah. At this point, a little worse on Raw. Because SmackDown's fixing it, Raw just yep. got into the problem. Yep, is that without the New Day, uh, this shit's just kind of yeah. really lackluster. Well, we'll kind of get into some deeper tag team problems, but like, all you need to do is put a couple of guys together. Like, I sort of hate that they they just 
whatever. It's sort of tiresome that they just lump, oh, these non-American people together into a tag team. But Handsome Rusev and Hard Body Mahal, I, uh, it's okay. That's 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 that'll start. That's at least a that's a that's a plug. Is that Rusev's new thing now? Is being Handsome Rusev? Of course he is. He's wearing a face mask. He's Handsome Rusev. Okay, Rusev Machka, Rusev Handsome. I mean, it wasn't a great match, no. No, but whatever. You need content. You got to feed the beast. The match is fine, and New Day's great, and Rusev will be a great face in two years. Yes. Um, but you know who isn't a great face or heel? Uh, you want to talk about awful tag team division stuff? Well, might as well while we're on the well, subject. Well, you want to you want to talk about this? You want to talk about this? What do we got here? What do we got oh, here? A couple of haters. We got a couple of haters. Oh, we got a couple of haters. There's only one word to describe you. And I'm going to spell it out. It goes S-A-W-C-L-2-7. Asterisk, asterisk, T. Oops. All right, all right, all right. So I'm going to reboot Enzo. He, he's, he's freaking out here. <laughs> he's well, like, what do we got here, big cash? A, 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 oh, God. Wrestling Westworld. Oh, my God, Colin. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so hold what, on, hold on. I'll be right back. I'm writing a scre- uh, spec script for Hollywood. What dated reference did Enzo Mori and I, Big Cast? I don't know. They probably talked about I don't know Golden Girls or something. I didn't fucking pay attention because I don't. I knew I was not gonna like where this match is going to go because mm-hmm. we all knew where it was gonna go. Oh yeah. And I didn't like it. Enzo and Big Cash should have been up for a title a long time ago. Or you should just use them like an act and never make them wrestle on my television ever again. Yeah. Uh... I mean, I would rather see the New Day wrestling than them, but, you know. I don't know, they're, they're whatever. They were less obnoxious this time because they weren't so... I actually kind of enjoyed the, the ambiguous, the sort of ambiguous dynamic both teams had during the match because really if you're beating up on Enzo Enzo's the face and you know if you're getting beat up by Cass you're kind of the face um so it's it's sort of okay and whatever Cass is a fine hot tag and they like him and we're going to be seeing plenty of him in the future so it's just Enzo's a garbage wrestler well and the fact that I don't know. I don't know. I like, I would rather just see Cesaro do more than they're letting him. And at some point I should just accept the fact they're not ever going to. But the best point of this match was after Enzo and Cass won. Enzo starts talking shit. And then people uh, boot him. Yeah. And then uh, Enzo gets big booted by Seamus. And they chanted, thank you, Seamus, for it. They chanted, thank you, Seamus. We got that kryptonite. We got that kryptonite. We got that. Oh, oh, well, yeah, shut the hell That's up, good. man. I mean, whatever. You know, he's he's supposed to be an obnoxious... They have a fucking Looney Tunes dynamic, you know what I mean? Like, it's the big, the small, like, yappy dog and then the big old thing with them, and that's... Yeah. yeah, it's fine. He's supposed to be obnoxious. He's supposed to be the heelish one. Yeah. 
Well, and you know what's also a huge problem on the tag division is what they're doing with the club right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, again, this is also this is partially me just being angry that the particular guys involved are not doing things okay. I'd like them to do. But here's number one that I figured you'd hate is that the club are defending Stephanie McMahon. Uh, yeah, that's a real poison pill. Like. That's terrible. And then they both at the same time are getting jobbed out and fed to Roman Reigns. Well, as champions. Yeah. Well, okay, they do this periodically. I think there's been times where John Cena has beat up his whole the whole tag team. I think he single-handedly beat whoever the fuck it was to win it for the Nexus back then. Like it's not they they're big names. They let run over multiple guys, which I still kind of I would much rather, you know, try to present everyone on a greater parity. I would rather see, you know, even if it was almost, even if it was someone like Truth and our Truth and Gold Dust, I'd almost rather see them do okay against Roman Reigns and then, ha- you know, then have the world champ be able to beat two men at once. Kind mm. of to even say anything less of the fact that it is the club or that they're the champs or any of that, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, it's bad and I hate it and I'm very, very, very angry at Roman. Uh, I hate him so much. So, I mean, when they turn him heel, they shouldn't turn him heel. He should do exactly what they're, what he's doing now, except, you know, that's, they're trying to do that. And then I think everyone will hate him because I'll still, yeah. I mean, if they're trying to make us hate him, then they're doing a great job. There's no way they can't, Colin. There's no there's no way. They have to be preparing a turn for him. Like they, if he's gonna be fighting Undertaker, yeah. This is not ten years ago. This is not Cena doing it. Like they they forced Cena and Cena got good and we just came to accept it and booing Cena is just part of the thing. But right. Cena's good. But they're trying to make booing Roman part of the thing because he's like, I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm just the guy. Well, Cena never, like, did that. He never said, fuck you. I'm still going to be important whether or not you boo me. He was never that fucking, you know, they never acknowledged it to that level. So, like, he was, I don't know. I don't know. I was very, very frustrated with Roman Reigns right now. Yeah. Let's talk about things that make me happy. Like Neville and Jack Gallagher. Okay, this is pretty fun. I gotta admit. So that contract signing. I enjoyed the fact that Neville just walked up, signed the contract, and fucking left. Like he had no he didn't want any part of any of that. Well, Jack Gallagher was just like, Oh, I brought Well you like a crumpet? I brought tea and crumpets because I'm a gentleman and we don't resolve these things with table flips and Neville still flips the table. He still flips the table. And then Jack fucking headbutts him. Yeah, I mean it was a, it's a cute little thing to like I god goddamn them they sort of panned out the initial they're playing off the reason for Neville's initial turn. You know, it wasn't just okay. frustration. He was just like but, everyone thinks I'm a monkey in a suit. Y'all make fun of the British. Oh, 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 oh. And they're like actually delivering then, that on that. And now. then they give a monkey in a suit. <laughs> yeah, okay, but he's very he's There's, very Hello. He's a very entertaining monkey. <laughs> yes. Um so Jack Gallagher though, uh, mm, I have to Jack. ask. I have Ooh. to ask one thing. That Jack, what? Uh, why the fuck is that drop kick his finisher? Um, because he does it really hard. 
Yeah, but it's okay, but that shouldn't be his finisher. Uh, yeah, I mean, they kind of move him away from being a technical dude. He kind of has played that down recently. He's sort of more of a striking impact dude. Yeah, but that headbutt is pretty great. And Or he could just do the spot where he brings out the umbrella and fucking Mary Poppins elbow drop somebody. Okay, that's a fucking dumb cartoon thing. Yeah, but it's pretty amazing. I would sort of get tired. I I like that being an occasional thing. I'd rather not be... I I don't know. There's something about making normal wrestling moves be important, I guess. Like Rusev's Camel Clutch or... I don't know. who. What was another one that they were rebuilding recently? Something not too fancy. Uh, Alexa Bliss's DDT. Yeah, exactly. DDT's like a great example. That started off as a fucking killer move. It's like every, it was that was the rainmaker, and then everyone slowly started doing the rainmaker. Now it's like the rainmaker means nothing. People throw DDTs around, like I don't know. I kind of don't mind. It's, it looks like a fucking intense drop kick. Yeah, it's just well, you know, and also the German suplex. I mean, yeah. Again, you can rehab moves to make them be yeah. And again, he just fucking rails them with it, so it looks rough. I got a question here. Hmm? Can Gallagher afford to lose? Who can afford to lose in this match? This is kind of why I was hesitant about them doing it in the first place. I think Gallagher can. It just depends on what they do with him after. But it's a good feud and something that's actually worth revisiting. Yeah, so maybe if you kind of leave it, if you leave it in a spot where Gallagher looks real good and the issue isn't really resolved. Say, for instance, uh, like old TJ Perkins gets involved. Austin Aries comes back and ruins it. Or or Austin Aries comes in. I can't or wait. I can't somebody wait else fucking pops in to try to ruin the situation. Or Neville cheats, and then he has to cheat to win. You know, these yeah. things uh, can make Jack Gallagher still look really strong. Yeah, yeah. And that's get, how it should be. Jack should look smarter and should look stronger, and Neville should still come out on top. Yeah, probably. I guess it's just it's how it's all in how they do it. I guess because it'll probably be a pretty intense match. I'm a, I'm I'm excited to see it happen. I just right. It's just it's just the follow through. They always seem to mess up the follow through. Yeah, but. You know what is actually pretty good in terms of follow-through? Your segues. Oh, yeah. Uh, is uh, Samoa Joe yeah, he versus Sami Zayn. He just keeps fucking people up. <laughs> but Samoa Joe, like, this all just started from a mention in an interview. Like, oh, I'm not Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn going, well, damn right you're not Sami Zayn. And yeah. then Samoa Joe's just like, fuck you. Oh, I'm going to fucking kill you. Ah. That's what you Samoa Joe do. That's what he's going to do. God damn. What well, do you think? Why do you think they've been chanting Joe's going to kill you all these years? How many people has Joe legitimately injured? I know that's not actually his fault, yeah, but it works. Not. Well, didn't he end the career of Tyson Kidd? Well, yes. He basically... <laughs> Tyson Kidd is lucky to not have pulled a Christopher Reeve. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. He ended the career of Tyson Kidd and uh, fucked up Seth Rollins. So, like, Joe's a killer. Yes. Let him just kill people. I'm yes. glad they let people play to their strengths. And uh, Joe, uh, yeah. 
Zane is getting real good at beat, real good at getting beat real up. Zane is real. You want to try again on that? Zane is real good at getting r- real, real beat up. Real beat up. Real beat up. Hold on, I don't. Well, it's why I wanted Zane versus Dolph Ziggler because it's just two guys who are real good at getting real. Two beat guys up. who would flip on each other's flips. Yes. Like, <laughs> uh, he sold. He sold so hard. He flipped on the other guy. I just want that that pairing so bad. Uh, yeah, Sammy should be on the other brand. Yes, he should. Frankly. He should be far away from Mr. Kevin Owens. I understand they like, there's built-in stuff there, and they'll always give a good match, even if it is only, like, 90 seconds like it was this week. But, um, they really, really should, like, let it, let them, give them some space, move them away, you know. Well, I get that it's poetic justice and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada to have... You know, Sammy versus Owens right after Owens just turned on Jericho. Callbacks. But, okay, so Sammy's coming out. We should give context. Um, Sammy's coming out, and then uh, Joe comes in and just starts fucking him up, and he says the best thing. Joe is saying the best things while he's fucking people up. Joe's good, and he's been at it a long time and can be a great heater. Because saying last week, you put respect on my name. And then, uh, you know, night-night and all that shit. And then this week saying, this is your world now. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Jesus. This is you. This is what you get. (laughs) This is your existence. This is now your thing. (laughs) <laughs> this is your gimmick getting beaten up by me you're totally yeah no it's it's good it's good Joe's really good Zane is real and, good and it's good because you give you give Owens a cheap win over someone he's already got beef with in a forever feud but question does Sammy get the win or does Joe just bury him uh if you follow through correctly, you can build Sammy as one of those who's just been like a forever underdog, you know. Like, uh, well, he's he'll go the the uh, the mankind route where um, he got beat up so much, people loved him for it, and eventually he managed to pull it together. You know, they beat him up so many times they couldn't keep beating him up, and he finally outlasted. Yeah. And uh. I mean, Owens pulling out the cheap win, and you know, and Owens even had that great line to McFoley. Like McFoley was like, "Well, you can't leave Owens. I'm put you in a match." And you Owens was watch yourself, Mick. You're gonna have more guys on the injured list than in the locker room. That, that that's a pretty good line. That's real good. There there were a couple of good promos. There's there some good lines. Of, like, they're 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 letting they're working in some good, solid one liners and good promos. They're working on that backstage drama with Mick because they need to write him off the show. Poor Mick, just let him die already. I mean, let him get, die. Let it go. Get, let him go get a, a hip surgery. <laughs> what? What the fuck are you saying? They have his soul trapped in a crystal backstage. <laughs> I have to assume Vince McMahon keeps it on the end of his staff. <laughs> oh, in his wizard cloak in, 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 in Connecticut that he hypnotizes Brock Lesnar with. <laughs> Some kind of Jafar. Can he be his own Jafar? I think he yeah. is. Speaking of which, with Brock Lesnar, that Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, uh, Michael Cole interview, good shit. Did you see it? 
Uh, parts. I sort of no, <laughs> I didn't. Okay, so <laughs> parts of I, I'm trying. Yes, to, I loved it. No, I kind of skipped through. No, I'm trying to think if I can lie through this. No, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I could. I just decided <laughs> I didn't want to. Okay, so pretty great shit because all they did was Michael Cole asked like two questions. Oh, and I then, mean, I heard about it, and, and then, then Brock Lesnar yeah, stood kick, up, kicked him out, fucking took his chair, yeah. and then just like. Stared deeply into the camera while Les- as, while as, Heyman did all the talking, and Paul Heyman said the greatest, most ominous promo, basically saying Kevin Owens believes that these were all flukes and that he can outlast Goldberg. My client Brock Lesnar disagrees, and it just kind of keeps going like that. And he says, now, all of these things Kevin Owens is saying, I absolutely agree with, but my client, Barack Lesnar, disagrees. Yeah. And just as that's listed up, it's so amazing to me how they've done this. And I'll really get into it, but, I mean, fuck, everybody's in each other's cheese. You know? Yeah. That's what's really good about Raw right now. It's suddenly gotten good. Well, post-Royal Rumble. Wrestling so often. And, I mean, it is what it is. It's just the nature of television. If you're watching a show this long, you have your A, your a plot. You have an A plot and a B plot, and sometimes there's a C plot, you know? Like, your, your storylines kind of exist in their own sort of universe, and that's sort of just the nature of television and storytelling. Um... It is nice when these things blend together to kind of show that there's sort of a coherency and these things actually happen in the same world because so often individual wrestlers, like the fact that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens can exist in the same locker room and we know they hate each other's guts, you know, and they never acknowledge that is sort of weird. It's that it's that that kind of fucking uh, suspension of disbelief that we're double think they wrestling trains you to do. Um it's I like that people are kind of existing in in uh, in the same meat space again. Finally, that stories are bouncing off of each other because um, they're they're doing they have they're choosing good stories to rub up against each other and add to each other in a really good way. Right, and I'm just wondering on this final thing because. Um you know, uh, I'll I'll even kind of bring it up in this discussion right now. Um, I've been watching the Max Landis videos on wrestling lately. Um, as you roll your eyes, I, I don't know. Like you had such a fucking hard on for that wrestling isn't wrestling. Well, it was video. good. It's good, and then I don't know. It it it, it was good, but it's what, just you got like tired of Max Landis. I get tired of everything. I'm tired of life. Okay, living is pain, and. You're saying this like it's news? No, Max Landis it's is It's fake good. news, I'm by just, the way. Anyway. I'm just really frustrated at Max Landis because he said Kevin Steen like three times. Like, we don't fucking okay. know who Kevin Steen so, is. That's fucking hilarious, by the way, that he had to do that. Like, he just had to acknowledge that he's a smart. He said, Kevin Owens. By the way, I call him Kevin Steen. Uh, he was that Kevin is his Steen. real name. Is it? Is it actually his real name? Is it? I don't know. I've heard things that he actually has a more proper French-Canadian name. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I don't know which shitty Wikipedia site to believe. I mean, the actual Wikipedia says Kevin Steen is Yeah, but 
He's working Wikipedia. It's, it's a work. No, it's a work. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, whatever. It's cool. He's fine, but he's just he's a smart and his uh, yeah. But whatever. I had to Max Landis. I had to watch his little video on a uh, Triple H. Uh, the the most recent one, not the wrestling is a wrestling, but his most recent thing talking about Triple H's character, and how, uh, H isn't a corrupting influence, but is actually just a really, really, uh, insecure fucking jackass. Um, and I don't know. The thing is, is that he, uh. He and Kevin Owens have the thing in common that they can't have meaningful relationships. Yep. Um, but for two different reasons. But the issue here is in Triple H's character, um, right now at this point, he is raising an entire roster and can now pick from this developmental roster. Mm-hmm. Raise that protege his yep. way, yep, and use it as a weapon against somebody else, yep, like Samoa Joe. Yep, I'm wondering because it's very clear that Triple H is the angle behind the Kevin Owens Jerick, the Jerick Cohen's breakup, or, Chris and Kevin. Yeah, the Chris and Kevin breakup. Um, he was the driving force that separated the two. Uh, he was the one who talked to... Uh, uh, they've teased it. We haven't had the follow-through yet, but yes, they're setting that up. So, is H making a new stable? No. Is the question. No. No. No? No. What's he doing? Nothing yet. <laughs> he has a hitman, and he's like, I, hey, by the way, listen, if he is this, like, I'm going to, if, if he is a corporate office man now who can pick and choose from the, uh, the, uh, the developmental system and have a fleet of people, you know, he doesn't need to have a stable. He's a fucking octopus. He can just have right. people. You don't, you don't have to have four guys that can do your bidding. You can change the whole system to have everyone work like you want it to. No, it isn't a stable I don't. I don't. I don't think we and have yet any he reason still to jumps in himself to pedigree Seth Rollins to yeah, manipulate exa- that match. I don't think he's. I don't think it's a stable yet. I. I just want there to be some storyline where he just gets involved in every match. Well, I think let's he, let, let's do the thing that everyone like absolutely hates. Well, it's just like we get a match that everyone loves, and then H comes out and is like best for business. Well. <laughs> I, you know what I think uh, Triple H might actually have his fingers in that they've actually hinting what? at more than a fucking stable that you're pulling out of thin air hmm. uh, I think Samoa Joe's gonna kill Mick Foley cause Steph Steph has this whole thing and we'll roll back on Steph in a second cause I do have a serious thing I wanna ask you but Steph has this whole thing where Mick's starting to stand up to her he's like I'm not a child quit infantilizing me yes infantilizing me would treat me like a child. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Rural. <laughs> um, could treat me like a child. Uh, you know, uh, what we're doing here is wrong, and I don't care. That's career suicide. I will. I vouch for Joe back in two thousand and four, and no one listened to me. And uh, I don't care. Blah blah blah, and all that. And she made this real ominous, ominous threat, and said, "Watch out! Watch out, Mick. There's a cord on the floor. I wouldn't want you to fall and hurt yourself." 
which I thought was a Bradshaw rib still at first. I thought they were still making fun Trip of him. Bradshaw. Trip Bradshaw. No, um, but it's like, okay, so they're threatened. There's their low-key threatening Mick Foley because we need to get rid of him because he needs to go have his hip surgery. Um, I guess that's a good segue for H to come back. And, like, now it's Steph and H, and we already know she can summon him. Yes. And uh, what better way to make Joe kill another guy who can't fight back? Because he injured Rollins, fucked up Zane, and, oh, fuck, he's going to. Not that I think Mick can actually take anything physical, but, you know, they can fake it. Joe's a professional. Mick can lay down on the floor during the commercial break, and Joe can just, like, stand up and, like, pretend to punch him. They don't even need to show that. All that they need to show Mick is in a Mick... pool of his own blood. If they just show Mick on the ground and then Joe just drives away, that's all yeah. they need to show. Yeah. So I don't. I don't think he needs. I don't think he needs a stable. I think he has Samoa Joe, and I think again he can just sort of tell Owens what to do. He doesn't even need to be so formal as a stable. He just has important people he can tell what to do. Do we need another four horsemen? Do we need another evolution? Do we need another fortune? God forbid. They got Nigel McGinnis and AJ Styles, and Bobby Roode. Christ, somebody get Kazarian. They could do it. Um, I guess. Okay. So, what's your question on Steph? Women. Here's a question. Did you watch this women's segment? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. How did you feel about Steph in this one? Or she's trying to play the 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 guilt trip on Bailey. Well, and she's an advocate for Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very clearly biased at Charlotte. Um, how did I feel about it? Like, yeah. I mean, I just don't like Stephanie McMahon on camera. Well, did you hate, did you hate this week as much as normally? No. Okay. Why? Um, I suppose because it... She wasn't emasculating anyone so but Mick. Fa- so it's the fact that she's being bossy and the fact that she wasn't yelling at a man, but she can she can be shitty to other women and we're cool with it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm actually kind of serious here. Like, I'm trying to puzzle this out. I didn't hate this so much, and I'm sort of having a hard time detangling if it is from the fact that she was doing it to women or the fact she wasn't so aggressive. She wasn't so aggressive as the thing. Though. I mean, she was aggressive with Mick, and I kind of didn't hate that so much. So I don't want to believe I didn't, I didn't I'm a sexist that. piece of shit, but I mean, I don't know. I could I be. didn't hate that because I think that it's letting Mick go. Um, but she wasn't as harsh. She was actually really gentle with Bailey. And the interesting Bailey just looked like she wanted to cry that whole Yeah, time. she kind of did. Bailey's a little, a little girl like that. Yeah. And it, but it kind of made it like because she was just adorable. So know? I mean, I I mean, really, I'm I am trying to figure that out. Like, um, is to do does Stephanie work better as a little more subtle, or do we just hate a ballbuster lady? Um, Hard questions here, man. Ask yourself. I think I I don't think it has anything to do with her being a ballbuster because I actually like a lot of ballbusters. My problem with Stephanie McMahon is that her fucking voice is just fingernails. I mean, yeah, is it just the physically the act of listening to her? 
It may just be that, and she just wasn't talking in as shrill of a voice. Ooh, and that's also a bad word. That to use. is. That, that's, that's also a, a very word. unfortunate word. That is, but it's not even shrill. That's not the right word. It's not shrill. Because she's like more like middle it's of the throat, nasal. barky. Yeah, it's mm. nasal. But it's still like very forceful. Like it's I don't know. It's not shrill. She doesn't. It's like not screech. shrill. She doesn't screech. It's not a that's not a good word even as no. a descriptor. And I know that that like has sexist undertones now because no of Hillary no. Clinton but she she takes after she takes after her dad. She does a Vince voice. Yes, and I'll tell you what it is with Steph. Again, it's the thing that will always bother me with her is that she will never let herself lose. Um. But also the thing that's been bothering me is that her agenda has never seemed clear and it never seemed clear as to whether or not she was going to choose to be a face or a heel. But it seems very definitely she's choosing to be a heel. Well, yeah. Now full time. If she can be definitely be a heel and I will mind it less if she is just always a heel. And that's what we come to expect of Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, but there is a weird like if she tries to shepherd like the women's division, but still very clearly be this shitty like corporate because if she was a shitty corporate double talking heel, that would be one thing, you know, but she was trying to play straight face by doing also doing the corporate speak. And I kind of always hated that. Right. Um, She just needs to choose what her character is and it feels like she's finding it. But also she was just she was a lot gentler. With the women than she is with the men. Okay, counterpoint. Is she just a really, really good heel, and we are just falling for it because we're fucking marks, and we're supposed to hate her? Um, I mean, I feel like at first she wasn't. I genuinely feel like at first that was not the goal, but they realized people are just always going to fucking hate you, Steph. You know? I okay. All right. I just I had a I had a real worry second here. I'm like, uh oh, am I am I am I not am I not so woke as I thought I was? I mean, maybe. I mean, and we can just like, comment, and subscribe if you think that we're sexist. Uh, yeah, please tell us how you feel about it by like, commenting, subscribing, and telling a friend about your friends about this. If you awesome think podcast. that we are bad people, like, comment, subscribe. Like, comment, and subscribe. If you think we're good people, please donate to our Patreon. <laughs> that still doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Strowman versus Big Show was really cool. Strowman did a kip up, and it was the greatest <clears> thing I'd ever seen. His name is Braun Strongman. Strongman. I'm sorry, I keep mispronouncing it. Strongman did a kip up, and it was super cool. And he threw Big Show yes. around. It was tight. He can fucking move, dude. Yeah, I'm so excited. It was real good. Yeah, he's, go see it. He's go good. see it. It's a cool, cool giant. It's fight. a good ass match between two guys who are actually like the Svelte Show. Is... It's Svelte Show and Braun Strongman. Yes. And yeah, they're doing nicely. Yeah. So, anyways, we, we, we should get a Svelte Show shirt. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Not, not how, how, what would a Svelte Show theme sound like? Hmm. Smooth jazz? Yeah, it would be like, well, something where, like, who's got, like, a real, like, smoky voice? Oh, you're fucking Richard Cheese over here. Fucking Rat Pack. It's the smoke show tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the Svelte Show. Yeah. It's the Svelte Show tonight, y'all. Daddy, y'all. 
<laughs> Swinging. Swinging. Mm, don't don't forget to tip your waitresses. I'll be here all week. You're, you've been you've been a wonderful audience. <laughs> How much for tickets? I, I oh that's expensive. Raw was good. Go watch Raw. Raw was fun. <laughs> oh, and uh, Roman Reigns loses in the end, which is nice. Even though he buried the club, he still lost. Oh fuck! Strong. We never actually finished that. Yeah, uh, Roman. <laughs> Let's just go back to not talking about him, because now we have to like explain. Whatever, he beat up the club with the chair, so technically he didn't lose, but he came out looking stronger, so why the fuck would you do that to your tag champs? God damn it, Roman, I'm so mad. Fuck that guy. I've got nothing else to say. We're on to SmackDown. SmackDown! Okay, so SmackDown opens up with Daniel Bryan in the ring. Yes, it does. Uh, tearfully uh, announcing he had to retire. Oh, wait, that's my fucking waking nightmares because I live in a world where Daniel Bryan can't wrestle anymore. God damn it. Yep. And it no, made but... the next segment all the more sad that it was Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah, like, no, that cause... actually makes it all the more devastating. Well, I'm pretty sure they just... Bryan, we're going to keep you around because you're going to be the sad news boy. Because Naomi has to re- re- return her title. She has to forfeit it because of some mysterious injury. Colin, would you like to take speculation on what this is? Because um, you had theories on what Becky's was. Oh. Well, I mean... You don't have to fess up to that. I'm just going to let the audience try and figure out what your shitty brain thought it was. <laughs> it wasn't what I thought it was. It was the internet said... I, I was told this. Uh, I was told this somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't me. It was Fox News. I mean, I heard it. On Fox News. On you Fox, Fox News. News that morning. I watched Fox News that morning, and I heard um, that Becky Lynch may have had something that rhymes with Smith Morton. <laughs> I didn't say it. I, you didn't hear it from me. Fake news. So what's Naomi got? <laughs> An unsmorton? <laughs> Is she smregnant? Is, is Naomi smregnant? Is she smregnant? <laughs> Naomi is pregant. <laughs> How is Babby formed? How is Babby formed? So no, Naomi won the title at the fucking, what, two weeks ago at the pay-per-view? Last week? Last week, two weeks ago? Yeah. I don't, I can't tell anymore, dude. What, at the at the last pay-per-view and already has to turn it into two injury? Weeks. Two weeks. That sucks. But, I mean, hey. Yeah. I mean, whatever. They like her. They'll put it back on her Well, they'll probably put it back on her at Mania. Well, they won't wait eight years to do it like they did the first time. So, yeah. you know. I mean, but that's sort of a bummer because, like, you don't get the hometown girl to do your press junkets. I don't know. Well, she's she's going to win a bag at Mania. Uh, if she's available at Mania. That's why they took it off of her because she won't be in the 30-day window. Quote, quote. So, what happened? Uh, what after that point they just no no what what, what was her actual injury I don't know Does they haven't know? announced it they just said she she can't compete she had an injury that she didn't realize mm. she won the title and then tweeted that night she had an injury that she didn't realize uh but she realized when she was at the hotel after the pay per view and then I'm still doing finger quotes in the air they can't see this but I'm still doing yes. finger quotes yes 
and then they kept her off TV for a week, and then she comes out now and says, I have an, this injury I talked about, but we'll never actually name. I'm not medically cleared. And Daniel Bryan's like, well, you're out, you you can't defend it within 30 days, and then WrestleMania's in 30 days, so you have to forfeit the title. And we'll have Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss for it again. Yes. And that uh, match, like, happened next. And it was okay. And it was it was a perfectly good match. I mean, Alexa won again. I, it was kind of annoying because the commercial break was in a bad place. Yeah. That just comes with the game. Um... But Alexa won it. Yeah, good for her. So, um, hooray for backup plans? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I don't know and, what we're doing. And, I mean, if they do a thing with... I mean, if they have the time and they do a thing with Naomi a Mania, I mean, her winning the title back from Bliss, that, that, that'd that be pretty good. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. We'll, we'll see, see if that we'll happens. See. Well, we will see um, American Ultra uh, fights Febreze in a quick match, and that's what I'm going to call them. I don't care. That's not their tag team names. You know that's why they're calling them Breezango because they can't call them Febreze. So yes. I'm going to call them Febreze because yeah. I won't be sued. They're they're Febreze. So Ameri- well, we we should make Febreze shirts. The American Alpha go over Febreze in a very quick match that just sets up the Usos to come out and yell at them from the crowd and yes. ringside. And I'm really excited to see the the Usos back in to pick pick up this program. Because uh, the Usos are very good, I like their heel characters right About now. About goddamn time! And oh man, they have the best. They're the best little heel gimmick. Is just these goofy, like they they got rid of the face paint and they're just thugging. Yeah, just being straight dudes. We're not being like uh, questionably and culturally insensitive Samoan uh, uh, caricatures. They're just. Right now, questionably culturally insensitive, um, the urban thug, thug characters, quote, quote, I'm using Grammy, uh, I'm using Grammy divisions here. They're yes. Urban contemporary characters, but they're very good at it. It's cool. And the music's great and they are pretty good wrestle boys. Well, and the, when they come out to the ring and they do the shh, the, the little finger like, oh, in the mouth. Oh, it's so intense. Yes, that's really nice. Yes, I'm very excited. That'll um, be cool to get back to. So, uh, okay. So there was the uh, the personality. Concept. I love this. I love this. I want more of this. I fucking yes. want more of this. Just these little promo cuts like that. Yes, so nice. That oh was my so god! Different. No, every it was so different, and everyone had some. It was like it was a different setup for for everyone. You know, like. Luke Harper was in a room with a bunch of spooky hanging lights and AJ Styles was being a jerk backstage and Apollo Crews was working his muscles. Yeah, lifting weights or whatever he was. Dol- Dolph Ziggler's was not good because he cut a dumb promo and then he uh, was on a green screen and then gave a super kick to his background and so it fell down and then they put a green screen locker room where he's still very clearly on a green screen. In the back, though. It was so weird. That one didn't work for me. That one was so weird and, like, Tim and Eric-ish. And, like, it just makes me wonder if, like, where are they going with Ziggler? Yeah, I don't I don't think they know. I think they just did something different with Ziggler for the sake of, like, you know, you're cooking something on the grill, you just gotta turn it over. I think yep. it's something like that before he gets too crusty on his backside. Because he's always losing, you see. He's always looking at the lights. 
Yes. Which does that mean he'd be crusty on his front? So, uh, but I let these personality clips do them some more. So here's something that I'm actually getting uncrusty about: is uh, <laughs> that little Natalia Nikki? That's a pretty crusty segue. Yeah. See, see, see. You have come around. Like it was sort of dumb to begin with, but the girls leaned into it. Were able to kind of put their own thing on it. And they let him fucking work, and then they work. And motherfucking Maurice comes out with a lead pipe. Oh, well, so we need to contextualize that, Colin. Well, please, tell me. So they, What a, happens in this Falls County River match? They were fighting in a Falls County River match, which means it's Falls County anywhere, because Colin has um, dumb ears. Yes. Um, <laughs> the so, Falls County River the match. The Falls County River match. You gotta throw them into the waterfall. Again. Again, they had a Gulf of Mexico match. That's a thing. Give it time. Uh, so they're rolling around outside in the stage, brawling in the audience, and these are good. And I love these. They have let this feud work because they are letting these girls fight in places where fights don't normally happen, and that's cool. So they're going around hitting each other like on top of production equipment and stuff, and it was really cool. And there's a kendo stick, and they hit each other a lot with a kendo stick. Yes. So they go backstage and they're throwing each other into things and Maurice is behind a curtain. So a half drawn curtain. So you kind of see her just as about just about as she's going to get hit. But Natalia throws Nikki into Maurice and she gets like just straight fucking speared straight tackled. Um, So Nikki like picks herself up and uh, in an equally almost as brutal looking uh, spot. Uh, throws Natalia through a fucking gimmicked mirror. It shatters beautifully. It's made out of the same stuff that Chris Jericho went through last week at the Festival of Friendship. Um, and so they brawl, 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 brawl in the back, plunder and nonsense, and then they go out front. Um, they're back almost mm. in the ring. Um, they hit each other with kendo sticks. Maurice runs out, miraculously recovered, and beats the shit out of Nikki with a lead pipe, which allows Natalia to get the pin. Which sets up for our, wait for it, beep, 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 beep. We're laying groundwork for WrestleMania matches. Clear the way. Please stand 100 yards away as we lay beep, this groundwork. Beep, beep, beep. So. I gotta lay this pipe down. For the <laughs> <laughs> How dare you say that in the women's match. Oh. 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 I swear it wasn't a, oh. Oh. Like, comment, and subscribe if you think we're sexist. <laughs> but don't comment. Uh, 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 so wait, or don't comment. I'm gonna cut that out. Don't worry. Oh, you don't know. You're keeping it in. No, no, no. no I'm, I'm cutting this. I, you know, I said that last week. They won't hear this. Oh, they're, they're not gonna, gonna. Nope. They're gonna. Hear it's this. not funny. There's you no. Don't. There's no comedic value in saving this one. No, there's plenty. There's of not. Value. There's not. Not at this point. I'll keep this going until you even Ooh. you agree. Watch me. Watch me. This is me talking to me later while I'm editing this tomorrow. Please don't leave this in. Oh, You're gonna you, wear the joke out. You, you you just said you just said for women not to comment on it because you're sexist. Like comments, ladies. Think that we're sexist. Is, ladies, what about the men? <laughs> when do guys get to do something? <laughs> I quit the show. <laughs> So no, okay. it was a really good match. Nikki and Natalia fucking lay into it, and it ends the program. Speaking of tight, mad gash. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Now I have to keep that in. 
fucking <laughs> Um, it was the battle royal with some tight mad gash. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. No, it was uh, yeah. There was some fucking solid wrestling in this in this episode to bring us home, because it was a uh, what twelve man ninety man battle royal. Yes, uh, it was Kalisto, it was 10. Kalisto Ziggler, Kalisto Ziggler, Cruz, Cena, um, Corbin, Ambrose, Miz, Harper, Styles, yes, and Ryback came back. It was a Ryback surprise <laughs> and, return. And CM Punk. And CM Punk and Jack Swagger <laughs> and the ghost of Andre the Giant. Why wasn't Jack Swagger on that? Because his gimmick was he was a freeper, Colin. Yeah. He has a Gadsden snake on his back. <laughs> that is bad. Yeah. They need to give him a new gimmick and all new fucking ring gear. So he's been off TV for a while. Yeah, I think they realized, ooh, ooh, we need to, we need to repackage. This, buddy. Yeah, swags. This is bad. Um, <laughs> this is bad, swag. This is bad, swag. Uh, but the Battle Royal was very good. Um, again, you want to talk about everyone being up in each other's cheddar. Is that what you said? Uh, up in each other's cheese. Cheese. Cheddar is heroin, right? I, I believe so. So the thing on Raw is that it, all these storylines are overlapping. Here, it's just like in the Battle Royal, you just see everything at fucking once. Well, it, yeah, it, it's novel for Raw because it never does. SmackDown, it kind of happens more often just because there's less people and less time, you know? Like that thing yeah. sort of... you Overlap can't help but happen more. Um, but no, it was really good. Um, Miz throws out Cena. So that's beep, 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 WrestleMania build, beep. Um, Corbin loses again and throws uh, Ambrose out. And then, so that builds for, this decidedly builds those two programs for WrestleMania. And it comes down to, after everyone's thrown out, and even, like, uh, Cruz sort of gets a measure of revenge on Ziggler. Like, everything that went in was paid out real nicely in this. It was well-booked. Um, Harper and Styles are the last two. And my boy, my boy Luke, has some my solid boy. fucking hate, uh, solid fucking face reactions. Like, it, it was very exciting. Him. Yeah, this is, I'm genuinely psyched here. Um, so, and they, I mean, they already love Styles, but it was like, oh, Luke is doing stuff. That's fun. Uh, so they fight and they fight, they fight, 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 fight. And then they suplex. Uh, they do the Royal Rumble 2004 ending where um, Luke suplexes yep. both of them off the apron. And they both hit at the same time-ish. Which, if you, I mean, whatever, if you look, no. But, yes, they both hit at the same time. Mm. Um, so they're going to have the match next week. It's a one-on-one -on -one contender match. Between and, and this Styles is when and Orton interferes, probably. But uh, good on you that they're 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 elevating Harper, getting him near this. Like, I was just really weird. I never expected they'd actually like. After all the time they've spent neglecting the Wyatt family, the fact they're actually like paying off things with them is good and surprising. Yes. So that'll be a good match. I don't know if they've ever wrestled together because. Uh, Harper really didn't do a whole lot of Ring of Honor and wasn't in TNA. I'm sure they have at smaller indies, but nothing I think on television before. 
or at any major indie I can think of. So it'll be new and fun. It's new and fun and, to uh, me. Talking Smack had some great stuff. This is a really good show. Like, I mean, I enjoy the fact that it's this weird sort of. We'll, we will take the time to give the in-depth, in-kayfabe explanations to make it right. work, but also But also Daniel Bryan will totally break it. Yeah, everyone's breaking it constantly. Mostly Daniel Bryan. Um, but the Usos coming out and they're like actually kind of facey on talking. Yeah, Spike. like it's sort of funny because they're just, they just seem like cool, fun, nice guys. And uh, yeah, fucking Styles coming out and doing his bit. And Brian is a bully. Like, we just have to accept this. I don't know. Like, I think Daniel Bryan's a bully because they're still making fun of Alexa Bliss for fucking up who won the Super Bowl. Need I remind you about James Hogsworth? And he fucking put AJ on blast for being a flat earther. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. It, yeah. AJ, it's a sphere. Okay. 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 Hi. Look, look, I'm just saying there's some stuff that makes sense. Look, it makes sense. See, because when I beat up John Cena, I don't see the earth. Where's the curve? You know what I'm saying? So did you... The world is flat because you, that's where I lay out John Cena. So I really have to point out that, like, AJ was really, really trying hard to pivot away from it. Yes, he was. You like how your feet are flat? So it's like, do something. And yeah. it's like, no. Please, God. And then Daniel no, Bryan's Bryan just like, just no, like no. I'm not a flat earther, okay? I'm, I'm just saying. Earther. There's just... some points that they made that are valid. Listen, there's nothing There's nothing to say to the... Floor. Where's the curve, John Cena? If your response to, is the earth flat, if there's anything, but there's no, I'm just saying, AJ's a flat earther. And AJ's a flat earther. I... I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, and no. I think it's like, like uh, okay, he's an old man from Georgia, so like he can be whatever he needs to be. The man's been to Japan. <laughs> you will respect him. Yeah. Well, no, what I'm saying is he's been to the other side of this world, and he's still like, comment and subscribe if you think the world's flat. <laughs> Let us know if you think AJ Styles is a flat earther. Let us know if you if you think AJ Styles is flat. Nah, dude. Um, <laughs> nah, dude. It's fucking dumb as hell. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but I, guess... I think Brian Brian fucking putting him on the spotlight on blast right there mm-hmm. and not letting them go. I think he's just he's a bully. He's a jerk, man. <laughs> he he didn't let it go when Alexa Bliss. They were still up the making. About they were still making for fun two of him weeks this week. now. Two weeks. Wow. Yeah, that's when Becky was on. Becky came on. And again, you want to talk about cool stuff that that show does that allows people to have like this weird in-universe rationalization? Becky was is, is really good at it because she's like, oh, you yeah. know, it's this whole like, oh, I should have expected. I should have been prepared, but I wasn't, and I'm going to fix that. Um, and then she asked Brian for a match with Mickey James, and he's like, okay, well, I got to get into some meetings. I got to talk to some people, but I will ask... And that's kind of the dumb, superfluous, minute, discrete details I kind of like and need to help keep this. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good show. Watch Talking Smack. Yes. It's an hour. You can spare yeah, that. It's it's very necessary to watch Talking Smack. It's very pertinent to the story. But uh, 
Yeah, get the network, if anything, for Talking Smack and for NXT, which we shall talk about in a moment. NXT! NXT! You want me to pull up an actual thing for this? No. Okay. We don't need it. So, fucking, uh, uh, we start off with what? A three way between Ember it's Moon, Peyton Ember Royce, Royce, and Liv and, Morgan? And Liv Morgan. And so, they spent a lot of time with Peyton and Liv in that match, which is kind of nice. You know, and Ember kind of got to be on the outside, which I didn't like a lot because I just like seeing my homegirl. Yep. Good job. Shout out Suicide High. Um, but no, like, it's the developmental show, bud. Like, the whole point is to allow, um, you got to let these people who we don't want to see who aren't as good, they need the time to grow and develop. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I don't think Liv is up there with even uh, Royce and Billy Kay yet, but whatever, she's get there. She's spunky. Um, yeah, and this sets up a nice program between Moon and Billy Kay. Yeah, everyone is set up with who they need to be going out of it because Royce goes to Asuka you get Moon and Kay and then those two will probably switch and that's that covers you through another takeover at least and then by that point you can prepare Moon for Asuka for Asuka to drop the title there finally and move Asuka up to whichever division you want to put her on on actual TV so it's real good Um, I'll tell you one thing I really 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 hated in this match Oh, Liv Morgan's attire. Space Jam. Space Jam. I didn't care. I uh, mean, I I enjoy Space Jam. She's she's wearing a uh, white uh, basketball gear with red and blue trim with the Live Squad logo, like the Toon Squad. And I always hated Space Jam. I hated Space mm-hmm. Jam when I was a child. Maybe that makes me some kind of monster. But that movie was fucking garbage. And how dare she be nostalgia for it? How dare you like things I don't like, people? Yep. Well, um, I, uh, I, I, I enjoy Space Jam, so I didn't care. Yeah, well, you, uh, the the you thing with Liv Morgan that bothers me is just that she, she just needs something. Yeah, know? I mean, you can tell she's still a little hesitant, a little slow sometimes. She's not and super she's crisp. just a little too Carmella-ish. She's kind of differentiating herself. Well, now, but... let her let her get the ring get let her get the stuff in the ring down, and they'll fine tune the character because she's, I mean, she's got enough. Uh, Personality. She's outgoing enough to to work. Yeah. So it, don't um, worry. So yeah, uh, that that set up a nice little. And you know, Peyton, Royce wins. Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are pretty pretty decent on the mic. They uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay delivered a promo together. A lot, of their, and, a lot of their little mean girl we're mannerisms going to work bring for me. This, gonna bring this belt down under. We're gonna gonna bring this belt down under. We're gonna drink a lot of I like, water. I like yeah, water. <laughs> This is not a knife. Foster's. That's not a knife. Foster's. It's Australian for beer. <laughs> um, they they look at her. It's like, oh, I would, we would already be NXT Women's Champion at one for They take it, hit a beat, look at each other, and go, crazy Nikki. I'm like, that's cute. That's fun. I love yes. it. I like the, anytime cute. you can do the shitty high school girl thing, like, that's that's always mm-hmm. usually good for charming. So good for her. That'll yeah. be fun. Match next week, I believe? Yes, next cool. week. 
so next was the bruiser weight, yeah. Pete Dunn. There's some promo packages here and there, whatever, teasing stuff for next week. Yeah, whatever. But Pete Dunn, we got a repeat from the UK title tournament. Pete Dunn yes. versus Pete. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn versus Mark Andrews. Mandrews. Mandrews. So much better. So much better use here than in TNA. Um, I mean, it was a good match then, and it was a good match now. Yeah, um, it was it was solid. It wasn't they didn't go quite as ham, you know, this time as they did right. then. But um everyone gets all their spots in. People were behind Andrews for a little while. They were for a while. I mean you were like you, you it was funny, you commented, Oh, they're actually cheering the face for this time. And, and then, then not they started a, not but two beats later, they were like bruiser, bruiser weight. Bruiser weight. So Okay, which okay. I just Pete Dunn is great. Like everything about his whole package, he has a great penis. No, everything about pardon Pete Dunn as a character, as a as a you know, as a whole package is really good. Yes, he's he's great. Uh, the the fucking from Slimy, the mouth guard, yeah, to the, the mouth guard the to s- the fucking acne, acne scars, acne scars, and his dumb undercut and his goofy fucking tights, and the fact that he just hit. He's a little guy that hits you so fucking hard. It's super good. Yes, good job. It's solid, and it was it was a good match. Watch it. It also helps that Mandrews is somehow even. Is Dunn guy. now a qualifier? Is he number one contender for the UK belt? Uh, did they say? If they said that, I kind of rolled past it. Well, they said like Tyler Bate better watch out. So I was like, hmm, is he? Is this yeah, was, probably. I don't know. Uh, Dunn would be the guy to win it next. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they have more. I know they had done Mandrews, Bait, Seven, and Wolfgang at NXT for that set of tapings. So mm-hmm. I don't know if Wolfgang gets a televised match, but they liked him too. So, like, all those guys are young. They could use them for whenever. They'll pass it around, I'm sure. Um, um, so we'll see. Yeah. What else happened on NXT? We had they set up some more stuff. No yeah, real promos. No real. I mean, there was a there's promos and stuff, but it was packages. DIY goes next week with the Authors of Pain. Yep. That'll be good. Um, but uh, main event The was main event is No, no way, way Jose versus Bobby Roode. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No way. Jose versus Bobby Roode. Versus Glorious. Glorious. Um, uh, and it was, it was a fine match. It's fine. It was a perfectly what you'd expect for a television main event. Yep. Bobby Roode... Bobby Roode so has a, safe and yet so effective. He has a good like solid six, you know, like for a TV main event, he'll work a you know, he has a he has a a low gear that hits all the spots it needs to gives everyone you know it's a very a very right. capably worked match. And then uh, he beats Noe Jose, big shocker, big shock, yeah. and then uh and then continues he beating him down, shot blocks him, and then puts him in the, the single leg that Boston dreaded crab. single leg Boston crab. And then uh, motherfucking Chris Hero comes out. Yay! With his Ono. With his fucking chub and his man titties and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, really, if you haven't, which if you're listening to this, you've seen it. But, Colin, I know you haven't seen it. Go back and catch some Chris here. Maybe we'll, I'll, I'll find us some, some PWG. We'll, yes. we'll watch some Let's find Chris some Hero in his natural habitat. Yes, indeed. But that man had in, a in fearsome super dragon's lair. That <laughs> that man had a fearsome, fearsome 2016. Probably the mm, one of the best, uh, one of the best wrestlers of the year of 2016, pretty easily. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, he's a big, tall, lanky dude that's got a big kind of pot belly and wears tights and like really likes Wu Tang. But uh, again, they chanted "Death by Elbow" because this crowd knows what they're doing, and he will fucking kill you. And uh, the, he gave Root a couple elbows, and it looks tough, and it's exciting. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know what his character is. He's not quite the wrestling hipster he was, and I will be interested to see how much he slims up because that was a point of contention in the in his previous run. You think that they make him do it this time? Well, NXT was different then. It's a different situation now. Well, and who's the universal champion right now? Well, you know, kind of a bigger guy. Yeah, Kevin Owens is a bigger dude, but he's also six years younger. Like, uh, Ono is right well, up there okay. with number right one. With who's Cena. WWE champion? Uh, and who is Universal Champion? Holy right shit! Now. Who is WWE Champion? Oh, Wyatt. Cool. Sorry, yeah. it took me a second. Two Husky chubby guys. Husky Harris. Clap, clap. Yeah, no. Um, but they are like Chris Hero fat. No, well, they're a different kind of because they're more even fat. You like, know what I mean? Uh, Bray is a broad dude. Kevin don't. Kevin Owens has a pot belly. Like, uh, Chris Hero. Cassius Ono, sorry, is just a tall dude. He like that has like doesn't have all that much definition in his chest, but just has like a gut. Like it's it's like me in in tights, but he is like a goddamn truck. So it'll be really good. It's yeah, really good. It'll be, be fun. It'll be really exciting because again, he can work a fucking match. Um, where do they go with these guys? I don't know because these guys it just in their on, thirty, late thirties, and their forties. It depends on where they go with uh, Bobby Roode, you know, because they he could be on the main roster at any point in time, or he could just stick around NXT for a long time and help the you know help the fucking kids out. We'll see. We'll see because there's a time and place for him, you know. But NXT is trying to develop as its own brand, so yeah. At a certain point, you have to keep you have to invest good talent, top name talent into growing right. it as its own. You brand. need to keep it as, as it is, you know, and invest in, you know, these big names. If you want to, if you really want it to keep going, but they moved, you know? they moved Finn Balor. They moved Samoa Joe. Like they aren't opposed to moving guys up in their mid thirties, like in their primes of their careers. Well, to- and these are guys that needed to be on the main roster and probably said, you know, if we're going to do NXT, we want to be on the main roster well, within a couple of years. Do you think Bobby Roode needs to be on the main roster? Do you think uh, I think Cassius he does Ono at some does? Point. I, think that, I think that Cassius Ono does, again, at some point, but he neither of them quite belong on there yet. There's not a spot for them yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because these are main eventers, and we have plenty of amazing main eventers, and we need mid-card guys. Well, so, again, I've probably made this thing, but WWE in the 80s, when it finally broke the territories, uh, basically did it by buying out all of the world champions from the territories and putting world champions in their mid-cards. Like, DiBiase was a multi-time world champion for where the fuck ever, and he they made him a cartoon character. He was a million-dollar man. Like, so, Smarks back then were furious that... The Cesaro of his... I don't know if Mike uh, Ted DiBiase was Cesaro, but it's the same thing. Like, 
This is a guy who is a fucking like, legend on the indies. Do perfectly want- serviceable, great, you know, great performer, and he's and he's being used as a mid card guy to Which, a low card. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, everyone's got a place. I guess it's just, I don't know. I I I wonder. I wonder if it's like. I have a question. Will I be you. happy with that? Yeah. Um. Totally pivoting. Um. And I guess that we can end on this, but yeah. Uh, random, random little thought: Who replaces McFoley? Christ! Oh, who does? Someone who can appear week to week, who has some name value as an authority figure. That's a good one, man. I don't know. Uh, who do you think? I might cook something up while you're talking. Some pretty decent fits. I, I, I don't know. I've been thinking about this over the week, and I still can't think of anybody who'd be great. Um, but, like, the crowd loves Edge. Uh, yeah, but I think I think they just had their second child, so I don't think Edge wants to go on the road. Yeah. I don't know if he needs to. Um, who? Uh, Lita. Matt Hardy, uh, the ghost of Andre the Giant, uh, the the boogeyman. Fuck it, shit. <laughs> um, um, man, I don't know. That's a tough one. Um, dude, Big Show. They promote Bradshaw. Oh God. <laughs> hey, that just means I could avoid Raw. Listen, as long as I can David get David Otunga. Hey, David Otunga, attorney at Raw, was fucking excellent. And they grossly underutilized that concept. God damn it. Colin, attorney at Raw. Just marinate on that for a second. I'm done. I'm so <laughs> done. And the, a serious suggestion, though. Who do you think? You need somebody who... Ric Flair. Yep. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. That's who it is. He is at least more buddy-buddy with Triple H. Yes, more buddy-buddy with Triple H. Could play ball with Steph. Batista. <laughs> Not, too busy. Too busy. Being he's, a movie star. He's got uh, being in Guardians. He's guarding the galaxy. Hey. Yeah, no, Ric Flair. Ric Flair. I don't know if I want to see that. I'd be fine with it. You know why? Because. Woo! That's why. I hope that that clipped. Have fun editing that. Yeah, don't. Hey, man, whatever. I got hard limiters. That's cool. Um, but yeah, I think that that's uh, pretty much it because uh, we need to go the fuck to bed because we have an early ass flight in about three hours. You say we? You're dragging me into this. Yeah, but you're just driving me to the airport. But you're I need dragging, you to drive me. You were dragging me onto your flight. But I need you to drive me to the airport in three hours. Great. So <laughs> we need to grab some sleep, dude. All right, man. Well, uh, thank you so much for listening to this uh, trun- slightly truncated episode of Fight Forever. Uh, if you like what we're doing, please tell a friend. We are still uh, on SoundCloud, but you'll be able to find us on iTunes and Google Play shortly. Um, but until then, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and also YouTube eventually at Fight Forever Pod. That's Fight Forever Pod. What he said... Um, my name is Zach. 
And I'm Colin. And so, um, I just want to leave you with a thought here hmm. this week. Hmm. It just completely left me. Actually, I didn't have anything. I'm starting to get kind of tired and I'll, dreading the fight. The, I got a, this fucking flight. I'll, I'll leave you with a thought. Okay, leave us with a thought, Colin. Mother alligators eat their own babies. Think about that for a moment. <laughs> if mother alligators eat their own babies, what did Mother Teresa eat? Crackers. Because they turned into Jesus chips. Yes. Good. Cool. And here's the music. Falls County River Match. <laughs>